It's Coffee Quad Time! now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, Demonstrations of products and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1 646 558 8656. You will need the meeting ID 848 725 450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. Well, a very good Wednesday morning to you this January, what, 22nd already. My goodness, how this first part of the year is just flying away. Well, we've got a full crew here today. Let's start downstairs. Um, Jenny, are you in the office? I am. You're in the office. I'm here in the office where it's quiet except for the furnace that you can probably hear in the background. I don't hear it too much. So how is your week and day going pretty good so far i think supposed to be warm today warmer Very. oh and i heard something interesting (laughs) there was a joke on facebook i saw this morning about the uh there's been an unofficial iguana warning because in miami it's so cold that the iguanas are falling out of the trees oh you know that's bad well let's see let's go to altoona pennsylvania well, we're doing okay here. It's a little chilly, but I guess it's supposed to warm up a little bit today, so we'll take that. Oh, I bet you will. So, Chris, before Jeff asked for the 17th time, what is <laughs> what is the big lunch today? She's coming. She was 
upstairs there for a minute. Oh, nothing like live radio. To... There she comes. I had to get something out of the oven. Well, go ahead. You can ask her now, Bill. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you before Jeff does. What is your big lunch today? We're still not getting it. Shrimp and oh. fries. Shrimp and fries. Okay. Yeah. That's good, Chris. I that, that really sounds good. Speaking of that, Jeff in Albany, how are you? Everything is good today. It really is. I mean, it's warming up. I can't complain about that. And I don't, I'm not even sure what I'm doing for lunch today. But uh, I might go downtown after the uh, coffee club. I'm not really sure yet. Uh, I, I, I don't like staying in the house all the time. I like, I like getting out. So that's what I might do. Very, very good. Tim in Minneapolis. Well, we're having at least sort of warm weather. But... Uh... Um, it's supposed to get up into the upper 30s, which compared to what we've been having is pretty darn nice. It's supposed to be that way for the rest of this week and well into next week. Go so very, happy. very good. So we still have Gary on the line from Austin. He's here and he's, he's not muted. Go ahead, Gary. Well, hey, everybody. And yeah, here we're getting a lot of rain today. So... Uh... We're in the high 40s, and I think it'll probably warm back up tomorrow. It's uh, been a real mild winter here, so I don't know what that'll mean for the summer. But we'll we'll all find that out. Probably going to be hot. Hot. Yeah, it'll be hot. And hotter. We we still got to get through February. Yeah, we do. Um, uh, Bill, I'm having an issue with muting people. Everybody I tab to says unmute me, and it shows me as being muted, and I can't unmute myself. Obviously, I'm not muted. You're not muted. um, So I don't know what's going on. Okay. Okay, well, well, I'll I'll help you out, Chris. I can't because I'm not having the issue, and I'm not sure what the problem is. Let me me see what I can do. but there's probably not a lot we can do during the live broadcast, but we'll see. Um, let's go down to southwest Indiana and bring in Abby. Hi, everybody. Good morning. What's Good morning, Abby. What's we are, we are having, we are having a coffee uh, fresh made with um, the bean grinder, and oh, it's so yummy. We got the idea from Miss uh, Jenny Sparks over there and her uh, coffee pot that grinds and gets it all ready for her. And, or, well, she has to do it, but uh, we wanted to try it out. So we got a grinder and some beans, and oh, you just had, don't taste anything like it. Now, do you grind your coffee fine grind, or do you? And, uh, some of these grinders will actually tell you, and ha- they have settings for the, how many cups you have and how fine to grind it. What kind of grinder do you have, Abby? Um, it's just a small three ounce uh, grinder. Um, you put the beans in there, you know, right in with the blade. Uh, you have to be careful not to touch that. But uh, and you put the lid on it, which acts also as like a um, cup when you turn it upside down, so that it doesn't you don't get uh, coffee grounds everywhere. But um, it just has a little button on the top that you push once you have the uh, lid in place. Uh, and you push the button, and it. Um, you, I do it well. We. I don't know exactly how uh, Mike does it when he, you know, goes to listen for it. But I do it for sound. Like when it starts to sound like it's not struggling as much, then I uh, uh, stop it, and it seems to be the right texture. 
Yeah, we did ours just by time um, and had all those settings on it, too. But we, you know, just if you, know, you want it ground, just grind it longer or more fine. And then if you want it less fine, grind yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I have the same grinder that you have as well. And uh, mine came with a little brush so that you can clean the grinder after you finish grinding the coffee and getting everything out of the coffee grinder. It's a little uh-huh. brush. And, and what that does is you clean around the sides of the grinder to get rid of that because you can't immerse the grinder because of the motor. Correct. But you can right. you can clean out the, the grinder with a damp cloth with the blades on. You can't immerse yeah, the I've bottom done that. of it. I've done um, that. Bill, something first, worked. My first uh, one had um, a, oh, a grind setting. It had like 10 different grind settings. And however you set it, it would grind that long and shut off. So if you wanted it pretty fine, you could, you could get it almost espresso if you wanted it that fine. Well, what about the one you're using now? And that wasn't that expensive. I don't know what these grinders cost. But the one I have is, I'm sorry, Bill. Uh, the one I have is, it's uh, we got it for like $14 from Amazon. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so it wasn't, I mean, it, but it's not a pot. It's just the grinder itself. Um, you know, nothing no, nothing big, um, but it's easy to use, and it's only got the one setting, and you hold the button in, and, um, you know. Voila, fresh yeah. Yeah. I still like my Keurig. I can't help it. I just like that. Uh, um it, it be, it's a lot less to clean up and a lot less, but I but I have a grinder as well for backup purposes. Yeah, uh, the Keurigs are great. They're uh, you just throw it in there and do it, and there you go. However, I read an article somewhere, and and I think they're right about it. It seems like the life cycle of those Keurig brewers is about five years. So I don't know why, but. Mine went after about three years, and I've kept it clean. I did everything I could with it. Descaled it, everything to it. But the pump broke on mine. But I don't know. What, I don't know what causes that. Maybe Dave. Uh, maybe you might know. And I, I don't know any way to. You knowing you, Dave, you'd probably be taking it apart. But I don't, I'm not going to take it apart. I mean, I'm not good at that kind of thing. But I don't know what caused the problem with the pump in the machine. But uh, that's what happened to Mike Eric a few weeks ago, and that's why I had to buy a new one. So yeah, a lot of times they, a lot of times they get plugged up with uh, hard water. Thing, I, all kinds of stuff can plug those things up. I was going to say, send it to Dave's fix-it shop. Fix-it shop. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might have to do that, but then Chris might kill me. <laughs> they have come down in price, though, so that's a positive. If you want the coffee pot to do it for you, the easiest one I found to use is, is the, the Black & Decker grind and brew and it has the blades are in the in the basket so you just take the basket out because it's one of those permanent filter things and then you can just empty the grounds out and put your beans in there and set it in the coffee pot and tell it to grind it and it grinds it and lets the water drip through and makes the pot of coffee if you go to YouTube and you want to learn how to maintain your Keurig, there, I can't tell you how many YouTube videos there are, and they're pretty good from some of these people who actually have taken the machine apart and have done things that even even Keurig doesn't even talk about in the manual to keep, keep those things running. So, Dave, knowing you, you, knowing you, you'd probably be watching those videos, too. Part of no, the I just get I like in there this. and figure it out. <laughs> go ahead, Jennifer. Part of the reason I like this one, too, is that you can turn the grinder off. Some of the fancier pots have all kinds of touch screens and settings and everything. You can't turn the grinder off, or this one you can if you want to use ground coffee. So you can use either or? Yeah. Yeah. Is it pretty reasonably priced as far as for It's like $60 on Amazon. That's not bad. For, for what it is, and it's lasted several years, so... And it's got buttons. You know those strange things? What are those? That we, ne- that we never get to see Yeah, anymore? and it's got nice big buttons. Plus, you can, if you needed to for some reason, you can buy replacement baskets for it, and they're not that expensive. 
But well, Michael I'm, is here now, so... Is he? Oh, yeah, he's here. I don't know if he's here. Uh, but but I like buttons uh, pretty well. We'll get to Michael. I, you know, it, it's all right. I'm kind of like Jeff. I kind of... They make the Keurig cups taste so good now that it is hard to beat them. Of course, it's more expensive. And if you have multiple members of your household, it probably could get pretty expensive to do. I agree. You know what I tried today, Bill? Um, not today, yesterday. When I got my Keurig, they gave me a whole box of uh, K-Cups of different types of things. And one of them was Swiss Miss hot chocolate. And I didn't think that would taste good in the Keurig. But you know what? It actually tasted very, very good. Good. And you can adjust the strength by adjusting the size of your cup. That and on that one brewer you've got, and though I've got in Florida, <coughs> excuse me, you can hit a button and you can make your coffee stronger if you want to. Yeah, that's the case select. That's the one we have, and some others may have it. I think the 2.0 has it. Right, but that 2.0 was not That's the one that's touchscreen, isn't it? Right. Yeah, Yeah. it's usable, but it's not real friendly. Just let something go wrong, and then... And eh, not so good. Then you got to unplug it for 12 minutes, plug it back in, and start all oh, over. No, that, that's not acceptable anymore. Um, Michael Luff, did we, have we talked to you yet today? Oh, I've been here the whole time. But yes, um, good morning, everyone. And I'm just trying to decide now that I've gone to beans, does that make me uh, a, a true coffee connoisseur or an elitist? But anyway, yeah, we've been loving that. Now you got me intrigued with grinding the beans a little more finely. Finely. Uh, I'll get more caffeine, but we'll have to play with that. Well, that's it. The finer you, the finer the grind, the very, the stronger the coffee, and it depends on the coffee that you use. Sometimes, if you grind it really fine, um, it gets too strong. And sometimes the grinds, I've seen grinds get into the coffee itself, but you don't want to have that happen. Where do you buy your coffee? Now, I got this from Aldi. They called it a Honduran Honduras blend. Or yeah, so it's not true Honduran coffee, but I tell you. I had a coworker, and she brought back this coffee from El Salvador. And once you have coffee from, you know, Central America, you don't want this stuff they make here. But that's for sure. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, by the way, if you like strong coffee, and it's a little expensive, Mike, but they do sell it. Starbucks sells it. There are the, buy the Sumatran grind coffee. That's very strong and it's very good. Oh, very good. Well, we are slowly working on getting. We have the separate podcast feeds now. We've redone the website legendoldies.com. And I haven't checked this morning, but for some reason, Google, I guess they do their own thing. So you can now listen to Coffee Club and Sports Lounge Live on Google, uh, Google Home. So you just say, no, I renamed it slightly to Wednesday Coffee Club. And that's because there's so many morning coffee clubs and because we have listeners in Europe where morning has come and gone. But uh, you can listen there on your Google Home as well as Sports Lounge Live. The other one still says uh, Worldwide Legend Podcast, so uh, you can, you know, on your Amazon Echo, still do as you have done. But it's a slow process. Everything I think it's a, maybe a testament that now it takes a long time to get new podcasts approved uh, through iTunes because there's so many of them. So many people are starting podcasts. It's crazy. But anyway, we are working on that. And uh, said so the new websites, you can go there and get the feeds, and you can listen. On each page, it has the shows on each page, plus the most recent one of each is on the front page. But what's cool, it has a new media player, and you can take your uh, cursor, put on the space bar, it says says, uh, 1X. 
and you print a space bar, you can go 1.2, 1.5, 1.7, 2x, and back to 1x. So those of you who like to speed up your podcast, like your barred books and so forth, you can do that in the new player on the website. So I thought it was kind of cool. But anyway, we will let you know what all is. And I don't know what's happened to the Victor because folks that had uh, used like Overcast or something, it just automatically renamed from Worldwide Legend Podcast to All Things Radio. So it's it's been a learning experience, but we're getting there. It's kind of like baby steps, but uh, I'm making it we're happen. getting there, and we'll we'll get there. We and we know your hand is raised, Jerry. So stand we'll by. We, we got that, moment. and we're working on that. And there's a little learning curve with some accessibility issues, which one of those got fixed yesterday. But we um, is just just a little bit. Um, okay, we'll get the hands, and then I'll come back to my subject. Okay, do you want me to start? I'll start with Jerry first because okay. he was in first. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay. Well, we're kind of old-fashioned. Uh, we still have the Mr. Coffee Pot. And, but I agree with you. When we've had coffee at people's houses, uh, from the Keurig, it really is rich and, and robust. That it is. All right. Okay, do we have anyone else? Yeah, I got Gail. Go ahead, Gail. Um, is decaf coffee supposed to be better? I've heard that, that decaf doesn't, um, you know, it, it isn't as, uh, especially at, at night and stuff like that. And decaf, or, you know, I've heard it's better at night so you can sleep and things like that than the caffeinated. It's kind of like taking a shower with your socks on. Um, I do not like decaf coffee, uh, but a lot of people do. Uh, well, I will tell you that Mike is right. I drink very strong coffee, and I, I can tell you that I have a problem with my right ear, and I have tinnitus in my right ear, and if I cut back on the caffeine or I cut back on the coffee, it tends to get it tends to cut back on the ringing in my ears. But I'd rather, I rather I don't mind the ringing in my ear. I'll, I'll still drink that strong coffee. Yeah. Okay, and we've got Marianne who wants to chime in. I got her. Go ahead, Marianne. Try her again. Go ahead, Marianne. There you go. By the way, thank you for inviting me to your brother's birthday party. I'll say that, and then go ahead. I was going to say it was a pleasure getting to meet you there. That was uh, it was a fun evening. Um, And as far as the coffee things go, at our house we actually gave away our hot pot because my husband and I are coffee drinkers. We're hot chocolate, and he's a tea drinker and such. But if you're looking for sources of a lot of interesting flavors of coffee and support line business at the same time, there is a coffee business called the. Seen Bean. That's run by my friend Jerry Leary. He's a ham operator and all kinds of stuff. He is a blind coffee roaster who's been roasting for, I don't know, I think more than 15, almost 20 years now. And he roasts, I don't know, something like 20 or 30 different kinds of coffee. And does he do, is this an online business or does he do it by phone? How does he do it? Uh, He does orders on his site and by phone. Oh. Can you give us that uh, web address? It is unseenbean.com. Unseenbean? Unseen. Like unseen? Yeah. I didn't, yeah. Yep, like unseen. His his uh, his logo is um, a guy dog with our harness on and sunglasses on. It's very cute looking. Well, I think you'll make a fan out of Jennifer. Um, <laughs> she likes all kinds of coffees. Um you know that she can can grind up and and 
and fix. I was talking about. Oh yeah, about... He, he sells it. He sells it both ways. He sells the ground. If somebody wants it ground, he grinds it. Otherwise, he sells the, the whole bean. So and, yeah, what are what are his prices like? I mean, obviously. Uh... I haven't looked at his prices in a little while. I okay. don't know. <laughs> well, our our on scene reporter in just a minute will be looking at this website, and we'll give you a little bit of a. A feedback, and that's a that's a great tip, Marianne. That might. Uh, I want to ask about how much you should use because Google says a good pot of coffee takes three ounces, but I noticed we're using more about two. <coughs> so, three might be Jeff proof, pretty strong, I would guess. I don't know. I would think so, Mike. I mean, I I have a grinder, and I have I've used it, but I haven't used it in quite a while now since I've had the. I make my coffee strong, so um, and I have a measuring cup for the grinder, you know, uh, and. I like it very strong. So, yeah, I, you know, and thanks, Marianne. Um, keep keep chiming in like that. Where do you buy? I like loose leaf tea. I mean, not necessarily tea in the bag, but where can you buy the loose leaf tea? The stores have it. You just have not, to very, it. not very often they don't. No, not very often anymore because most people don't want to mess with it. I was going to say, but they were out of business now. There was a store called Tivana, which was bought out by Starbucks, and they went out of business uh, where you could buy loose leaf tea. Loose um, leaf tea. Chris, do you know anything about it? Yes, actually, you can buy loose leaf tea on Amazon, and I believe I've seen it at Walmart.com. Whether there's a dedicated website, I don't know. And oh. I, 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 Jr. I just got a message that that said that the coffee at Unseen Bean is fifteen dollars a pound. But and Marianne just raised her hand again. So. Okay. So, you want me to get her yeah, on? Oh yeah. Or? Oh yeah. Um, I believe that it might be right for Jerry's prices. I don't know. And I do know there are uh, definitely different prices depending on the kind of coffee that you get versus, you know, coffee from Hawaii and Guatemala, whatever. Different ones uh, probably are different prices. Uh, but the loose leaf tea, if you, uh, one of the places that I love to go get people gifts around here in Boulder is Celestial Seasonings. And they, they do have their website and you can order from them and they do sell quite a few of their teas as loose leaf tea. Yeah, it seems to me the tea has a more potent, though Jenny's finally getting this uh, brewing thing right that we've talked about here on the coffee club before. She got a or I bought it from her for Amazon and, and you put, put the tea bags in. We buy these big gallon tea bags from uh, I think we get these from Sam's Club, and she puts, I don't know how many she puts in, but she lets it steep overnight in the refrigerator, and it's a, well, she can tell you better than I can, and it, it's acceptable. It's it's a lot better than what it used to be. What do you do there, Jennifer? I take three of the gallon tea bags, and I fill the the pitcher up with hot water, and then I put the tea bags in, and then I set it in the refrigerator overnight. And usually, when I make the coffee, I I make a tea, and by the morning, I just take the tea bags out and you know get all the extra tea out of them, and then put it back in the refrigerator. And sometimes, for something different, I add a little lemonade to it. Little Arnold Palmer tea here. Uh, we have Bob, I believe, yeah. uh, who's in uh, uh, Michigan. So Michigan. I'll get him. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bob. 
Good morning. Uh, since you're talking about coffee, I have a question. I, I'm going to buy a uh, coffee maker as a wedding present, and we found one that has a combination of Keurig and regular coffee. Do you think that would make a good unit? Or? I think it would. My sister has one or had one. I, um, she found the only problem she found with the one she had, and it was made by, I believe, Proctor Silex, Bob, is that it did take Keurig K-Cups in it. You could grind, your, you could you know, do regular coffee with it, is that she felt that that particular machine didn't get the coffee hot enough. But that may be just a, pre- a, pre- a preference on her part. But I can tell you that that would make a very good pr- wedding present. Hamilton I, I, Beach I, also makes a good one. Of I, think, I think this one was made by Keurig. See, she uh, he likes Keurig, but she doesn't care for it. So I was worried about. I was I wanted to make sure she would like her coffee as well as he would like his. Well, I, I think that that would be a perfect gift, Bob. Well, the the thing I would want to know is maybe she doesn't like Keurig because she doesn't like individual cups. Now they're power drinkers like Abby. They like a whole pot, you know. So maybe. Well, that's that, why that does both, Mike. You can brew oh, regular coffee the pot and a single. It, 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 yeah, it does both. Yeah, it, well, I know yeah. Hamilton Beach makes a really reliable one. That yeah, they you can do. do. And now the only thing is, you can do both, but you can only do one. You can only pour but enough you can't, water. You in. don't fill if you use the cure part. You don't fill the reservoir up. You just put one cup in the reservoir. It won't brew it. If you fill it all the way up like you do a regular cure, you can think you're gonna. Oh, I've never seen the machine, so that's 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 the. We have Buddy who have, has a hand raised as well, Bill. Okay, Buddy. Buddy, Thanks, go ahead. So, um, go ahead, Buddy. Yeah, we have 13 degrees in Asheville. Um, that's that's cold. Uh, I have seen it minus three, no, not recently. But uh, how do you know which coffee um, curry to buy? Because there are several different ones, and do you buy one that I like it? We like it weak. We don't like it strong. Uh, curry does make a real good cup of coffee. So how do you how do you know which ones to buy? Um, I've got a coffee grinder, and uh, I use the Aldi beans, or I buy the Beaumont coffee from Aldi. So. How do you know which which do you use uh, two level scoops for a twelve cup coffee maker? Or how do you how do you get it weak? I went to Starbucks and they still had it too strong. I like it real weak. And you like flip coffee? Yeah, you yeah. flip at the pot and miss. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like that flip. Hey, uh, um, buddy, uh, I can't tell you what Keurig to get. I I know that I had a Keurig K55. It doesn't have any touch controls, like the. Uh, but, but but I know Dave and I both have the Keurig K Select. And there are, there, it's all buttons. You push one. There are buttons that go from the. There's a row of buttons from the top to from the bottom to the top, and it starts with six ounces, eight ounces, ten ounces, and twelve ounces. We have a demo on that, that if you want to hear it. We've got a demo. Does it have a Does it have a carafe or does it have a one? No, no, it's a one cup. Yeah, it makes oh, one, one cup at a time with the Keurig. I mean, yes. you can fill the reservoir, but it still makes one cup at a time. And if you want it weaker, you just increase your cup size or find a weaker coffee. You well, can... I know they make a light blend for the Keurig. Cause they make yeah. medium, and I know I've seen light, light blends. I don't think there's a brand that you can't find for the Keurig anymore. So you get all kinds of coffees for that thing, uh, bud. Probably get you. Can you get cinnamon? That, that, that would be a good coffee. Yeah, you can get coffee with cinnamon in it. I know I had hazelnut. They did. I had that they yesterday have, um, just to try it. There's a cinnamon roll, but it's not sweet. I mean, if you want the sweetness, it's not sweet. But they have a cinnamon roll that's pretty good, actually. And French vanilla is like good. Now I've noticed different different Starbucks stores have different brands. Like I went to one in Raleigh one time, and it was delicious, but it wasn't strong. It was weak. 
but the, the Starbucks that we have now, it was uh, it, it was real strong. Even the weakest they could make it was real strong. Maybe I just like it. I like it too sweet, Jim. If I come, you come to my house, I'll make it strong for you. But <laughs> it's well, funny how people like different different. Oh, Bill, I haven't gotten no. I haven't found that item I was telling you about. I'll, I'll find it. But yeah, the the weak. You know, if you if you like coffee now, since Jackie's come to live with us, I have to buy these big things of. What's it? French vanilla creamer. Creamer. I put that in my coffee sometimes. Well, not as much as she does. We go through. She probably um, makes a half a cup or more of cream. We probably go through four, of four of those we big put, thirty-two ounces a month. Good lord, we we put four, two level scoops of coffee level or stainless steel scoops in a twelve cup. Uh, Jeff, you probably put ten scoops. I know. Looking, thanks a lot, person. buddy. <laughs> well, you said you like it strong. I do. How many scoops do you put when you use um, a scoop? I, mean, I think I, I think I did two scoops for each cup of coffee that I was grinding. That's what that's what I that's what I remember doing. That's probably two that, scoops that is, for each cup. Lord, have that. Yeah, that's, that's strong. strong. By the way, for those who like Girl Scout cookies, Dunkin' Donuts has, and I think they're also in K cup form. They have Girl Scout Girl Scout cookie flavors. So the, there's Thin Mint, and uh, I don't know all the others. Oh. Oh, Thin Mint is the one I know of. That, that's uh, and it's only out for a limited time, guys. And who has that? Did you say Starbucks? Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin'. Oh, I like. And so does Keurig. I mean, on their website. You know, Dunkin' Donuts doesn't sell their coffee online anymore. I don't believe they stopped it. Jennifer used to get orders from them, and they stopped it. So. They don't. They don't do that anymore. Remember that, Jennifer, when they stopped. Oh yeah, I used to have a subscription where they sent me so many bags of beans every month. And then they went, have different flavors. Yeah, you could get different flavors. Yeah, nice. But then they, they stopped. They had hazelnut and French vanilla and very inaccessible website, by the way. Oh yeah, that was hard to use, but. I think even Krispy Kreme has their own coffee blend that you can buy on Keurig as well. I've, we don't even have Krispy Kreme up here. It, it, as quick as it came into the area, it left. It could, and so um, I, I miss that because I like the glazed donuts. But eh, well, that's another story. But it, it, it's a good thing, you know, because everybody is so personal in their taste, you know, like coffee weak, like it's strong. Um, you know, they, they just like things in a different way. Looks like Marianne's back. Yeah, I'll get her right now if you'd like me to. She's done two for two. Go so ahead, Marianne. I happen to have an A-Lady on my desk right here. And um, Amazon does sell Dunkin' Donuts coffee now. So you huh? can get your fix again, Jenny. Wow. Oh. Well, they sell it, but the store won't sell it. But <laughs> their website was so awful. You know, I don't usually... It still is, and it's really... It grieves me because I'm an Easterner. I'm from New York, and I love Dunkin' Donuts. And their app is not all that great, and neither is their website. Because they have all these, you know, pre-order and all this other fun stuff. Two, three, but it's nine, not that five, convenient. Nine, we six, only have one Dunkin' five, Donuts two, in town. Zero, so zero, it's a special treat when we go out there. Two. Oh, but I, I used to I really like their coffee. But it you was know, so Marianne, hard to use their site. I used to love Dunkin' Donuts when the stores made the donuts in the individual stores, which they don't do anymore, which is unfortunate. They, they do where we are because there is only one. Yeah, that, well, that's good. Well, they're rebranding <laughs> themselves. Some of them are just calling it Dunkin'. They're getting away from the donuts and really focusing on the coffee where the money is. And True. Yeah, I know. We just good. to make a donut. I know. We just got a new uh, Dunkin' store uh, in Greensburg. And um, they make the donuts, or, you know, they sell the donuts, but as 
uh, Mike said, they do focus more on the different types of coffee or lattes. Yeah, go on uh, to the commercials where they use, Fred used to go, time to make the donuts. So that, those are gone. Those commercials are long gone. Is it because grocery stores mix so much donuts or where are people buying their donuts now? I, I know they're not well, going away. If I go to ShopRite or if I go to Price Chopper here in, in, in the Albany area, Marion will know about that. They actually make their own donuts. And uh, it, it's best to go there early in the morning when they're fresh. Um, and there are bakeries. We have a bakery here in the Albany area called Bella Napoli, and they make all kinds of donuts and, and cookies and stuff like that. So, But I, I think it's competition. There are, other, there are other places that you can get donuts now. I mean... Uh, one of the one of the donuts I like is an orange glazed donut, which you can't buy anywhere normally. But there's a company out of Vermont called Coffee Cup, and they sell it in boxes of of uh, six donuts, uh, and you can buy that at, at at one of the supermarkets around here. And we got some hands raised. So let me get to those. And I knew we were going to get our ex. I knew we were going to get our expert from Chicago, Bill. So I'll I'll get him on here. All right. And when we got three participants raising hands here. When Bill drinks coffee, who knows? Yeah, well, I, I don't drink coffee, Bill, but uh, taking the donuts, Jeff, Krispy uh, Kreme has come back into the Chicago area in a few places. They're back in business in this area. In fact, they just had a guy that was buying several dozens or more of Krispy Kreme donuts in the area and take them to Duluth, Minnesota, and sell them. They stopped him because it was illegal to transport them across the state line and sell them because they, they stick with the ones in, in Minnesota. And also, Dunkin' Donuts, I have a Dunkin' Donut about four blocks of me. They still make their own donuts. And there's another place in Chicago, Dat Donuts. They make their own. In fact, you can go into Dat Donut, and if you want to wait, they'll make it fresh for you right then. Yeah, that's like the place in that's like the place in Syracuse we had. Well, Hello, good um, Marion speaking. Oh, got to right. get. Yeah, it would, you know, they make them right for you right there. Any yeah. kind. I mean, they'll make a glazed one. They'll make any kind. Even they'll make a big, like, Long John's. They'll make those. They'll, they'll glaze them for you. Whatever you want. They'll, if you want to wait on it, they'll do that. Or you can ah. just buy them, right? That, in Evansville, where Abby's at right now, and Mike lives, there's a place called the Donut Bank. And, whoa, they have great donuts. Yeah, and they make them for all the grocery stores around here. So I mean, that, they are good. We need to try them out then. What I like they about those kind of places, is I bet when you go to the donut bank, you can smell the donuts being made as, I mean, as you walk by the place. They are as good as a donut as you can get is the donut bank. They oh, were, yeah, there's a there's a place in, um, in Indiana that just went out of business. They've been in business for 100 years. And the family finally got tired. It's called Hirelys. Now there's a there's a guy Bill knows. I mean, Ike lives in Fort Wayne. He knows about Hirelys. I meant Hirelys. They made them fresh every morning, and anything left over at night, they just threw them out. Oh. Any anything left, they threw them out. They wouldn't they wouldn't give them away. They wouldn't sell them because they said at the end of the day they weren't worth they weren't worth their product. It didn't I their I, I understand that. I know at our local bakery, that's um, they don't have any by the end of the day at our local bakery. Um, they get up and start making them about three or four in the morning, and by uh, eleven, their stores closed because all their products are already sold. Gone. I wow. Mean, the places, offices, people—you know—they can talk about all the diets and all whatever. Those donuts stores are here to stay because people. <laughs> 
We're going. Then, I, we got some hands raised. I believe okay. I know. we got Buddy here, but I want to get to Pierre because because he uh, we'll get him and then we'll get to you, Buddy. I promise you. So let me get to Pierre. Go ahead, Pierre. The real two two five. Go uh, ahead, Pierre. There you go. You there? Uh, yeah. Good morning. Uh, we you know we still have and and if you want good coffee we still have the old fashioned drip pot where you actually you know you put your coffee in and you pour you boil the water in a kettle and you pour it over the it, it's the old fashioned drip pot and that makes the best coffee of any coffee pot there is. You got a point there. I do remember those. I remember even at college getting an old what they used to call them hot plates. I don't even know if they make those anymore. And I put a little metal coffee pot and heated up the water like that. And right. That used I just have a little filter for a cup like that, that you put uh, the coffee in the little little top of the filter thing and poured hot water over it. Right. And uh, we have a coffee company here in uh, Louisiana called Community Coffee. And if you like good, strong coffee, good Cajun coffee that will flow to Archie, you can... Uh, uh, order it through, through the community coffee company, but everybody in other states that I've recommended it to love it. And, uh, it, but the best donut I ever ate was in Arkansas. There's a, a, a little place in Arkansas called Spud Nut. And they make their donuts out of potato flour. Mm. And that is the best donut I've ever eaten. Yeah. Well, that's an El Dorado. Right. I was going to say, right. Crystal, and they make potato bread. Martin's makes potato bread, so if they, why not make potato donuts out of uh, that kind of flour as well? So Get some good donuts. We've got a place you can get on your iPhone, one of the, the DoorDash. You can get these good donuts from a place called Jack's Donuts. Been doing it since here, since 1961, and that's pretty good. I guess we've got some more hands. Yeah, we do. So let me let me get to you, buddy, and then we'll get to Gail. Go ahead, buddy. Okay, you're go- Jennifer's going to get a kick out of this, and everybody else will. How many have you ever put coffee or uh, water in the pot, and you thought you put the coffee in? Well, I did it this morning, and Marjorie said, baby, you didn't put, uh, well, you must not put water in the, my, I don't have water in my, I don't have any coffee in my cup, and it was so weak, I like mine so weak, I couldn't tell, and I went and looked, yep, sure enough. Remember Dialogue Magazine, Abapita? Well, I did it. So I had to read, I had to put the coffee in. <laughs> I made uh, coffee one morning and forgot to put pot back under it. Don't do that. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I had a pitcher of water that I put in my refrigerator, and when the pitcher was empty, my my the person I was living with at the time filled it up with orange juice, and I didn't realize it and poured it in my coffee maker. I mean, that's not a good thing to do, you know, so. <laughs> no, not so good. I bet that had a strange coffee taste. Uh, Yeah, it ruined the coffee maker. Oh, goodbye coffee maker. Uh, do we have any more raised hands? Yeah, I assume. Gary and Gary Bill. and and Bill and I think Bill in Chicago has got to say, let's get to Gary and then we'll get to Bill. Go ahead, Gary. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm talking about not putting the pot under the um, <laughs> under the coffee uh, thing. Um, that happened to me, and I was at work, and I had to take time out to clean that up. Which uh, luckily I was the only one there at that point, but it was uh, I felt so stupid <laughs> for doing that. And uh, it made a mess. Uh, It happens to all of us. Believe me. Uh, Sure does. Yeah, it does. Oh, my. I've Uh, done it. Let me get let me get to Bill here and then we'll get to Marianne. And then I have some news about uh, television in Chicago, which I'm going to talk about on all things radio. But not everyone does listen to that. So let me get to uh, 
There you go. Try it now, Bill. Yeah. The only thing Pierre reminded me when he talked about pouring the hot water over the coffee, like he said, you people, you maybe don't remember, remember the old percolators where you used to yep. put the coffee yeah. in the little little thing on the stand and sit in the pot and boil the water and boil it up top and go through the glass bulb and drip over it? Yep, and it'd make a funny sound. Yeah, it was like boiling water, you know, you'll blow, 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 you know, and it'd boil the water up through this little tube and then it'd hit up through this little glass dome and it'd spread it over the coffee and drip down. And, and the basket would spin around or something? No, the basket just stood still. You just filled the basket with the coffee grounds, and then you set it. You filled the pot with uh, with your water, and then you just set the uh, pot. The basket had a little stand. It set on a little thing in the bottom, and then as the water boiled, it would boil up through the tube, and then go over top of the coffee and drain back down in. And you just the longer you let it boil, the stronger the coffee got. They were called percolators. I have one here at the house, in fact. You know, Bill, my mom had an electric one, and and it per- it would percolate the coffee, and what it would also do is it had a uh, it was a huge thing, so you didn't pour it out of the out of the percolator. It had a faucet on it, like a you would turn it like a like a faucet, and it would oh, it would yeah, dispense right, your right. cups of coffee like that. So right, right, right. that was pretty yeah, cool. They those, yeah, they had they had those in offices in that years ago. You'd you'd see the you know they had the what they called you know the restroom or the weight room or whatever you called the thing you know the, and they'd have a big coffee maker and there was the same thing as a big percolator and it had a faucet on the bottom you turn the faucet and get your coffee out of it. right i think my mom called it a coffee urn so that's what the, yeah, that's, that's what, what she called it urn. and they also used tea too they made tea the same way right you could use the same thing put tea in the in the basket and make tea the same way got it we have one more hand raised from uh from uh let me get from marianne out in uh, older colorado so let me get to marianne as well Go ahead, Marianne. Hi, I'm back again. Uh, I do remember the old percolators. My, our family used to help run the uh, big C, uh, our CV club in, in um, Schenectady, and we used to have the big, huge, the the big industrial size percolator for those meetings. But we also, whenever we went camping, we had a small percolator because we weren't using electricity other than you know, or other than a little camp stove or whatever, even just to sit it on the back of the fire and. It was percolated coffee that way because you didn't need power for it. But the thing I was going to call or was going to share is we have a donut place out here that makes all their own donuts, but it's called Voodoo Donuts. Um, There are several of them out here, and they do make all their own, but they will also make these custom donuts, and they are as big as a dinner plate. It's like a donut as big as a cake. They'll decorate them, and they'll do all this kind of crazy stuff. And they, they do donuts where they put, like, cereal on top and all kinds of crazy stuff in the middle of them. But they're all homemade, and they're so good, and they're sinful. And they have them all with, like, themes. Like, they have, you know, there's, like, the Rapper's Delight Collection, which is, like, three different rap artists and the Captain Crunch whatever something. And they have all this themed stuff. The donuts are really good. I just gained 100 pounds just listening to you, Marianne. <laughs> I'm hungry. I haven't had breakfast yet. <laughs> and I know you're at work, so that's no fun either. So Yeah, I'm at, I'm at work. So, uh, but, I, but I do have something awesome coming up later today. I'm at work early today because I'm going home and meeting up with a friend of mine who's an accessibility expert guy and we are programming setting up all of my brand new Dell computer today. Ah. Ah. Very yeah. nice. I got an Inspiron i7. It's like the fastest, newest Dell Inspiron that they make. 
And he's Tell him when he sets it up to get rid of all the software that you know you're not oh, going to need. We're already, of- we're already blaming on all that. Get rid of all the junk we don't want and program specifically. I'm used to doing all of my own, but I figured for once it was nice to have somebody else come in and do a clean sweep, and I don't have to work on it for like two weeks. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I um, got one similar to that. In fact, um, for uh, one of our listeners who I'm putting one together for, the very fastest and just like that. So I'll be doing that later today myself, getting that process started. So anyway, that, that's going to be fun. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do the frustration this time, Marianne. I'll take the slack for doing the, you know, it does take a while to get that done. But we'll get that done. Do we have any more callers, Jeff? No, we've got it. We're clear at this point. I, hey, I want to talk say, about... Oh, go ahead, Brian. I, I wanted to mention something. I just... This debuted Monday, and Abby and I just happened to stumble on it. It's a new TV channel. It's called Circle TV, and this is for fans of WSM and country music and stuff because in the mornings from 8 to 11 Eastern, they simulcast the Country Coffee and Cody show from WSM, and that was pretty good. They were interviewing Vin Skill. It was really good. I found it very interesting. And, uh, was yeah, that was their debut. And uh, here it was on Channel 14.2. So those of you get over there, TV, I don't know if it's on satellite or cable companies yet, but they had, they had like live artists or, you know, live performances from Kenny Chesney Monday right after the show from like, I don't know, uh, 11 to noon. And then for some stupid reason, they put F Troop on there. I don't know why they come up with these weird shows. Well, because it, because that was very popular with the country music audience that was, uh, oh, from the 60s. Well, That's why. My, my, I figured that. I figured there's something. Then they have Hee Haw. So go, great. Yeah, watch old Hee Haw and try to guess what year from the songs. But uh, so anyway, folks are interested in that. It's called Circle TV. And I got some TV news as well, Bill. Um because I really believe this is going to happen. WGN Channel 9 in Chicago, now that they're owned and operated by Nexstar, um, is going to be doing something with their WGN America starting, I believe they said in July. That I don't have an exact date because they don't have an exact date because they're building out a whole new set for it. It's going to be WGN Primetime News on WGN America. That'll air Monday through Friday from 7 p.m. till 10 p.m. And if anyone knows uh, how Nexstar runs things, WGN in the morning has uh, news from 4.30 in the morning, from 4 in the morning, I'm sorry, from 4 in the morning, and it goes till 10 o'clock, uh, to 10, or to, till 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock. That's a lot of news. They have a midday newscast that runs for another two hours or so, and then they have an evening newscast that runs from 9 at night till 11 o'clock. That's uh, central time. And I believe my predict, and they have an all news channel if you want to download the WGN television app. They have an all news channel as well. And WPIX in New York is also owned and operated by Nexstar. I believe that those two stations are going to make their local news 24 hours a day, seven days a week on their main channels eventually. I believe that that's where the money is. I believe they think they probably sell it. That's just my prediction. I don't know if that's going to that's going to come true but um but that that's what i've heard so that that's um, all i want to let you know that, that's great and that that very well could happen jeff um i i could see it that coming do we have any more raised hands we have two raised hands and i know dave's demo was, was a bit long so let's do the gail let me go to gail gruber and get her and then we'll get to bill go ahead gail we have a good place in cold spring minnesota for donuts and baked stuff. I I wish there were a way we could get out there, but there's no way. But sometimes I've had, I had a birthday cake from there one time, but they made themselves really, really good. And it's all, you know, homemade, fresh, 
And I wish in some ways I could get out there so I could get some of their bait goods and breads and stuff like that. But it, Dial a Ride doesn't go out there, unfortunately. We understand that, Gail. Okay, let me get to Bill. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, Jeff, you're right. Channel, uh, Channel 9, Next Star, is going to put an all-news uh, station on. And they do run all those news through the day, the morning, the afternoon, or evening, and then late at night. And also, I was going to ask Mike or Bill or anybody, have you heard the other day I was on the, I got an email from uh, Apple. And I don't, have you seen on Apple TV, they had, I don't have Apple TV, but they had this new program called CSEE. It's supposed to be nothing but handicapped people on the show. It's some kind of, you know, well, like actually, a soap opera or something. <clears throat> have you heard of that? The Mike? premise is that, that all the people are blind, but actually very few are. <clears throat> um, well, yeah, I figured that. There's probably, <laughs> they are right, right. <laughs> It is an interesting concept what the premise is that uh, something, some virus renders everyone blind, and then it moves a couple hundred, like 300 years into the future. And oh, it's so, one of those types. I thought it was a, and they it was use a program like, where, yeah, okay. They use rope to for riding, and the people follow the rope to know where to travel. They kind of have them. So, yeah, there's a blindness component, but it's it's more of like an action show, and they're Oh, wait a minute, they use rope to travel, or, to travel around, know where they're going? That's not that's not up to date. They're about to lead us around and through buildings. I mean, that's, that's well, crazy. Well, they're going, I mean, Bill, they're going through forests and crossing rivers, and it's not, they're not just walking downtown in Chicago. I mean, it's a little different. I haven't watched it, so maybe I can't really... Comment too much on the Apple Launch Stone Network of Shows, and that's one of them. The Morning Show is one that won some awards. Uh, so you, if you buy a new Apple device, you can get it free for a year. Otherwise, it's about five bucks a month. You know, there's just so many of them. Right, you, know, that. you got Disney, you got NBC Peacock launching, and then all the original ones. That, ooh, and of course, Netflix. if you're into old science fiction and you, and, you, and, you, and you like old science fiction movies where everyone goes blind, uh, watch the movie The Day of the Triffids. That was a really great film. So, Well, that or the other one, uh, what's the other one called? The... Um Oh, it was out. Remember, they lived in this valley behind the mountains, and they're all blind. Um, Lost Valley, or it was a show on years ago. It's been out, and they've repeated it on radio programs and stuff. It was the land of the blind. It was this guy was exploring some mountains. We'll see, like in the Alps or somewhere. I forget where it was, and he went over the mountain and got lost and went down in this valley. And all the people in the valley were blind, and he could see. And of course, the premise was he fell in love with this girl and all that. But I can't think of the name of the movie. No, it was a movie, and it was a TV show, and it's been on radio too. I don't remember it either, Phil. I, I know what you're talking about. But I yeah, I, I can't. I can't. It's something. It's some valley, I think, or something like that. But Lost Valley or something like that. Maybe somebody will remember it. Okay. And Abby wanted me to share that uh, star of Monty Python, Carrie Jones, passed away at 77. So, Yeah, Jeff had saw that earlier. Yeah, it was the side of uh, dementia. And uh, I have a call here, Bill, if you want me to. Okay. And uh, Jerry has his hand raised. I'll, what, what, just tell me which order do you want me to put it in, Bill? All right, let's take care of the call first. And... Okay. All right, here you go. Good morning, Bill, and everybody on the call. Oh, Tim. And we didn't do so well on that call. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear us, Tim, but your, head, your headset's uh, cutting out. He didn't do it. I but, but your headset's, your, the problem is your headset. 
Okay, Tim, are you there? I think he disconnected. Retry me. Yeah, let me try getting Jerry in there. Then we can get. Hold on a second, Tim. Let me get Jerry in here. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, Bill. I don't know if you're thinking. You might be thinking. There's an old-time radio thing called Country of the Blind. I don't know if that's the one you're thinking of or not. Um, no, but uh, he may be Country of the Blind. I do remember that one. Yes, yes, I do remember that one. In fact, we've got it. There was an old-time radio version of Day of the Triffids also. Yes, we've got that, too. Yeah. Debbie, Debbie did not come through at all, so. Yeah, I'll get it in a second here. I have to run back upstairs. It didn't work so well. And then we've got a demo coming up here in just a moment. And we'll be talking about that in just a moment. So that demo will take take us right on out of here, too today and we'll get Chris and Dave to talk about that in just a second while we're waiting on Tim remind you we'll be back on tomorrow night with all things radio and of course Tim will be coming up right after this and then Chris Ramsey and of course Steve Nomer tomorrow afternoon Tim again so and we got to remember Cindy's birthday tomorrow so yeah, although she said she won't be listening, at least to my show, I don't, she's not going to be home. <laughs> oh, okay, there we go. So, I, 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 I thought you were thinking about Sydney's birthday, the one done by, by uh, Johnny, Johnny uh, Crawford. We, we Crawford, played that. that yesterday, by the way. Yeah, uh, anyway, we're set here. All right. Good morning, Bill, and everybody on the Coffee Club. This is Debbie in Lafayette, Indiana. You were talking about coffee. One place that you can get some really good coffee, uh, especially when it's on sale, is Fresh Time Market, and time is T-H-Y-M-E, like a herb. Um, they have those here in Indiana, and I think Illinois. I don't know about anywhere else, but uh, I think they've got their coffee on sale for five ninety nine right now. And you can get it ground there, and they've got a lot of different flavors. The caramel is wonderful. <laughs> anyway, you all have a good day. Bye-bye. There you go. Well, I'm glad, glad we get all that input, and everybody wants to discuss that. Okay, Chris and Dave. Um you're going to be doing a demo, but I'll probably run a promo because it's going to be so long that... Yeah, this is a demo of the Dot Watch 2, and the reason it's kind of long is the watch plus the app. Uh, so, it, it's a, so it's a pretty long one. Um, do you... Um, I'm just doing something here. You want us to come back after this, Chris, or should this take us on out of here? Because it's going to be what? Well, probably time. Well, turn your mic on. Probably time wise, we probably just ought to go into it after the. Spot. Well, he means after the demo, I think. After the demo, right? Should we just go right on to Tim, or come back and talk? You're the boss. Well, let me look at my clock here. It's 10.04. Okay, it's going to be 56 minutes. So it's 11 o'clock. So That'll take us to the top of the hour. So Yeah. Guess we'll say goodbye and we'll just, listen to this awesome demo. <clears throat> we've got an awesome demo coming up for you. And bef- before we do that, Chris and Dave, um, your demo will probably do it. I was going to say, tell us what the, the dot watch is, but we'll just let them stay tuned and listen. And we'll see everybody back here 
next week for the coffee club. But if you're interested in a really kind of a new watch, you'll stay tuned and listen to this demo. So we'll get st- anybody want to say anything before we get started? I guess not. Or they're gone. So thank you again, guys, for this awesome demo. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2 men 2 xorg to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. I know. You don't. (laughs) Oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. (laughs) No. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Good morning, everyone. It's time now for another exciting demo. And today we are going to talk about and sort of demonstrate the Dot Watch 2. The Dot Watch 2 is a kind of like a smart watch that pairs with your iPhone. Um, the difference between this and an Apple Watch and some of the Android watches is that it is a Braille uh, watch. And it doesn't do all the fitness stuff. Right. Um, it has uh, on, on the watch is uh, it's about it's about three inches round from one side to the other going around the watch. It's it's about three inches around. Guessing again on the uh, dimensions of this watch, it. It, it, it's about two two inches, maybe just a slight more than that. Yeah, across the watch, but not too much more, more no, than that. No, it's not much more than that. It's not the size of a three by five. So the first thing I will do is is have Chris give you a little bit of information about the product. 
This is a dot watch too, and um, I don't want to blame anybody because it isn't really his fault, but DJ Doug is the reason we got these <laughs> because he got one and he thought it was cool, so we decided we would try it. <laughs> Um, you can get this watch at dotwatchinc.com. That's dotwatchinc.com. Um, there is a phone number, but it really doesn't do you much good to call it um, because they're in South Korea. They're in, I think it's Seoul, but I'm not sure. And so they're 14 hours ahead of us. If you want to email them, you can do so at support, S-U-P-P-O-R-T, at dot incorp. That's support at D-O-T-I-N-C-O-R-P dot com. They are regular $399 watches. But if you look for a coupon under, what, Dave, you said you found that under buy? Yeah. There's a $200 off coupon. That's on their website. Yeah, on their website. Now, <coughs> DJ Doug got his from Amazon, but when we looked on Amazon, all they had anymore was refurbished ones. So you can go that route if you want to. They do have those. And they may have new ones by now. You just never can tell about Amazon because it changes from day to day. And that's really about all the information I have. We ordered it January 1st, and we got them, what, about a week after, something like that? Yeah, it wasn't quite a week. Well, yeah, you got yours first. I think you got yours on a Friday, and I got mine on Monday. So you may, or Saturday, you got yours. I don't remember. But shortly after we ordered it, and I would turn my phone down, but I'm going to use it. So I didn't. And wouldn't you know, we got a notification. <laughs> but at any rate, that's that's really about all I can, that's really about all I can tell you about them. We think they must have a supplier here in the U.S., though, because, and as usual, we were disrupted by the bird, even though we're not in the same room. What I was saying was they came very quickly, so we must have, there must be a distributor here in the United States somewhere because they came too quickly to come from South Korea. Well, as I said uh, a little bit earlier, the watch is, a, is approximately maybe two inches, two and a half inches uh, across. Um kind of looks like a mini speaker of some kind. They say visually it looks like a smartwatch. Right. The watch has a flat face. Um, it is an open face. Um, now, w when you have the watch on your arm, which, which I do right now, um, and I'm looking at it, like I would if I was using a Braille watch, you know, so with the 12 o'clock position to your left, if you have it on your left arm. Um, there's a flat part on the, on the face. Um, that's about uh, three quarters of an inch. Um, if, if I take my fingers to the left of the watch, 
on the top of it. It's about three quarters of an inch um, wide, goes all the way across, it, it's flat. And then you come to an opening on the watch. And the first opening, there's two of those openings. The first opening goes from the whole way from the left side, uh, from the uh, headed, if you take your hands like from your hand towards your wrist, this is assuming it's on your arm, um, that's where your uh, braille cells are. It's a rectangular opening. Yeah, because it goes from your hand. uh, Or up your arm up your arm in other words if you have it on your arm and um, that's got uh, what is it four, four cells, braille cells braille cells inside that opening and that's where you get your information like your time your battery temperature notifications battery status battery status <laughs> for example and you can get notifications uh, like if you have, if you pair this watch with your iPhone, and so, um, for example, if you, if you get a notification on your phone, it can show up in your watch, and I'll kind of get to that a little bit uh, later here. Um, it has a timer, it has a stop uh, stopwatch, and it also has a memo mode. So, you know, it's pretty jam-packed with some pretty neat stuff uh, inside of it. Of course, it gets all that information from your iPhone or Android phone. Uh, They did say that the Android phone has some limitations where um, the iPhone or iPad doesn't have those limitations. I'm not exactly sure what all they are. Yeah, they didn't go. They didn't go into a lot of detail. Now, you do not have to pair this watch with your phone. If you don't have a smartphone, you can still use the watch, but all you'll get is, you know, the time, just like on a regular watch. Now, just below that first opening where I said the braille cells are is another opening. And it's a, it's like a half circle. Yeah, it does kind of look like a half circle. With the flat part toward the middle of the watch. And that is where you have a touch sense. They are uh, touch sensors in there. There's two of them. And that is so, like, for example, if you get a text message and you want to read the text message or you want to read your notifications, if you want to read um, a set a timer uh, or use a stopwatch, or if you have memos on your iPhone, you can read them on, on this watch. And once you get into the... Uh, the, the uh, function for uh, notifications, for example, and then you can uh, you can read your notifications and things like that. Now, <clears throat> you one, would you go one, ahead, Chris. One, one touch sensor goes takes you forward, and one takes you back. 
so if I have it on my wrist um, and I and, uh, and I put my fingers inside this second opening, the one we were just talking about, and um, the the end of the opening towards my hand would be the forward. You know, like if you touch that, then you're and you look in the first opening on your watch. That's going to change the braille cell. The you know whatever's in that braille cell. So every time you, uh, sometimes I hate phones. <laughs> you never know when they're going to go off. Uh, if you if you touch the the sent the inside that second opening there uh, and and the end that goes to towards your wrist wrist takes you backwards so if you touch them the sent the end of the sensor towards your hand when you touch it that lets you to be able to manually scroll through the message or the notification whatever it is that you're reading do i have that right chris yeah and the one toward your elbow takes you backward so that takes care of the the two openings on the top of the watch that that's all that's on the face of the watch there is a protection they call it a skin that's over the watch because that has to protect the uh, the braille cells because if you didn't have any covering over those cells then you uh, you know you, and that would happen to get wet or dirt or that, whatever right that could damage the cells so they put these uh, I, they're like a silicone they're real thin or at least the part over the braille is super thin so that takes care of the openings and the flat part of the face. And um, now, when you have the watch on your wrist, uh, now I have it on my left arm, which is where most people have it. But it is reversible in the app if you want to reverse it. Right, so you can reverse it but to we'll, go. We'll get to that. To use it on the other hand. So. If I look at the, um, we'll call it the front of the watch because that is the part that's facing uh, my my hand instead of uh, my my upper arm. Uh, on the front of the watch, I have one, two, three round buttons. The biggest round button is actually in between the two smaller round buttons. What we used to call the stem. Yeah. They call it the crown. And um, the crown is what you use like to um, uh, to go through the different the different functions on your watch. Like from timer to stopwatch to time to memo and all that that's how you get there so i'm going to start i'm going to have uh my hand my arm out uh going across and on on a, uh, from right to left and i'm looking at uh bring my 
right hand over to the front of the watch, like I said, where the three buttons are. And this, this, the, the button that's going to be on, I guess it would call that the inside of my arm, facing my body, I guess. The first button on the watch is your home button. And the second button uh, is the is the crown. That's it's a bigger, bigger button. Yeah. You can't miss that one. Bigger and it sticks out a little further. And then the third button is your uh, select button. And, uh, and these buttons, you know, in combination, they can do all kinds of different things. But that's basically what they are calling them in the manual. So, for example, if I want to, if I want to see what time it is, I'm going to push the select button, that's the the third button over. The one, the one up farthest towards your the, pinky. Right, towards your pinky finger. <laughs> And I look on into the first opening on the top of my watch, and right now it's reading 2.47. So it's 2.47 in the afternoon. I, what I did, I pressed the select button. I pressed that button and then brought my fingers over to the, to the opening of the watch, and I looked at the Braille cell uh, opening, and I got my time. Thing just—I thought my machine quit because uh, it was acting really goofy, but I guess it didn't. I thought we got the problem with the recorder out of the way. <laughs> uh, must be one of those days. Uh, anyway, if since I if I have the time up there like I like I do. Uh, and I press that select button one more time. That gives me the seconds in looking in that in the uh, the opening where the braille cells are, and the AM and PM. And if I hit the selection button again, that gives me uh, the date. The two-digit month the and the two-digit day. So it's pretty cool. I guess they figure if you don't know the year, then you probably don't need a watch. <laughs> and if you're done looking at the time and you just forget about it, this, the Braille cells will go back down and it will go into the standby position. And <clears throat> then um, I guess probably... The most important button that I, I want to talk about is the is the home button, and that is the first one towards your thumb, if you have the watch on your wrist, on your left hand, or your right, or your right, it's reversible. You can, right, you can if, switch it in the app. You can switch it. So the home button, well, it does a couple things. Uh, when you take the watch out of the box, uh, it's going to be obviously turned off. And so what you do is you 
you press the home button, you hold it in for about three seconds, and you'll feel the watch vibrate. Now, this watch does not talk. Um, it vibrates. So, it doesn't you know, beep either. It only has vibrations in Braille. Right. And that's specifically the way the watch was designed to be that way. And I like it. So when you hold the home button in, and you hold it in until it vibrates, and once it comes up, the first thing you have to do is you have to pair it, the watch, with your iPhone. And we're using the iPhone because, uh, as I said before, because the Android does have some limitations. Well, and the iPhone is what we have. And yes, and that's what we have. We can't really do the Android because we don't have one. So, once it comes up, you you have to download the app from the App Store, and that is Dot Watch. Right. I, yeah, I can talk about what to do if you right. want. And Chris will be talking about the app. Well, and, I have the I have the steps. Right. So once you download the app, then you then you can uh, you can pair your watch with the iPhone, and <clears throat> some of the apps on the iPhone will work. You'll you'll you will be able to see. Uh, like messages and texts and notifications on your on your watch. So uh, that will take care of at least for the time being the the home button. So <clears throat> and we talked about the select button. Then the next thing we want to talk about is this the crown or that's the big button in the middle of the two of the three buttons and that's the one that you use to change functions on the watch so for example if i want to change it to notifications the first thing that is going to happen if i if i press the select button i press the select button and the time pops up there on the uh in the braille cell position opening on your your face and once I press that then I take my finger and turn the crown counterclockwise until it vibrates once for example if you turn it kind of just medium not slow or not fast usually that vibration happens in the first click Right. Not always. And the first click is notifications. So, and it says, uh, it says N-O-T-I in the Braille cell. Opening. And then if I press the select button, since I'm on the, the notifications, if I have any notifications... Let's see here. They'll be numbered. Okay, and and I will press the select button, and it comes up, and 
and it says none because I don't have any notifications in there right now. If you did have, it would number them one, two, three. Yeah. You could just it scroll has a, to the one you wanted. It has a number around. sign in front of the in front of the the the, the one, and then <clears throat> if I want to see how many I have, I can turn the crown, the, you know, the stem, whatever you want to call that. Uh, and that'll that'll go through like from one to however many notifications you have in there. And to read them, then you just press the select button. Uh, let's say if you if you have one notification and you want to read it, you would press the select button one more time. When you get on the number one. When you get on the number one. And then you can use, well, there's a couple ways. Um, you can manually, uh, once you press the select button, you can use these, um, the, the touch sensor. That's the second opening on your watch. And you can tap either end of that opening. One takes it forward, one takes it backwards. And if you keep tap, tapping it and look in your Braille cells, it will scroll those number, you know, numbers and letters or whatever it is that you're looking at. And if it's a, if it's a notification or if it's a, a text message or whatever the case may be, then you can read your messages or notifications. If I press the select button one more time, that will start automatically scrolling the text or notification and you, you keep your fingers up and very lightly touch in in the uh, braille cell opening and let it scroll the information past your fingers and, and you know it's pretty clever the way it works definitely I would have to say would take some getting used to I had to slow my scrolling down if I wasn't going to use it manually, I had to slow it down pretty slow uh, for myself. Chris likes hers a little faster, so to each his own. <laughs> the Braille is, is good. The quality of the Braille is good. We should tell you probably that the spacing within each Braille cell is good. Between the Braille cells, there's a tiny bit of extra room between each cell. Not a lot, but a little bit. And so that makes your spacing from cell to cell a little bit off, which some people might actually like if you're a new Braille user or, you know, you, you might like that. But I, I, we just want to tell you, it it is a little bit different, but it's not bad. It's just a little bit different. Okay, then if I want to return, um, you know, to, to get out of that, all I'm going to do is come home, come to the home button again, and I'm going to press that, and that makes all the braille cells go down, and it closes the uh, it closes the notifications, and it's blank, it's it's blank there in, in the braille cells, and then. Um, so I'm going to press the select button again. Now I'm going to turn my crown 
going to turn my crown uh, once is the notifications and the, ne the, the next vibration I get is as soon as I get it to work here is um, is a timer sorry about that no, stopwatch I'm sorry fixed. it's stopwatch then you can you can as just like you did with the <coughs> notifications you hit the um, select button and then you can I think uh, that that shows up all zeros, doesn't it? And it it you, does. It shows. When you hit it again, it starts counting for you. Right. You you well, you turn the stem or the crown to set, you know the the the. the that, uh, well, that's on the timer. The to to start it. You, yeah. Try this again. You 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 press. The select button on the timer, and it, start, it it goes to zeros, and then you press the select button one more time, and that will start it. And then, of course, uh, if you press the select button again, that'll stop it. And then, uh, and then the timer, if you if you if all your braille cells are down, we'll return to the home button and press that so that the the braille cells are down. And you turn the you hit the select button, that brings up your your tie. Then you turn the crown. You want three clicks or till you hear three vibrations. On the third vibration or the third click, that is your timer. And Chris, if you want to explain that, I'm getting the bird something. Oh, she's taking care of business. You hit, you hit select. Okay, you hit you hit select on the uh, once you're in the uh, when it says timer in the cell in the braille cells, and you hit the select, and then. You can set your timer with the crown. With the crown by turning the crown either clockwise or counterclockwise. It's a sixty minute timer. So you can you can set that. Um, and when you get it set by turning the crown, say you set it for forty five minutes and you press the select button. And it starts. Now, I should tell you, when you set it for 45 minutes, and most of the time this isn't important, but in case it is, it will start you out at 45 minutes and 59 seconds. So if you want a true 45 minutes, you need to set it for 44, because when you press select, it'll go to 44.59. Right. So actually... What you do is you hit the select button, you know, once, once it says shows timer in the Braille cells, you hit the select button, set your time, and then you're going to have to hit it again to get it to start. Right. Now, you can, you can hit home. 
to get out of it and it won't clear, it'll keep timing for you. But if you go back in and you want to clear it, then you hit the select button again and then home, and that'll clear it. Right. So, and the reason they did that was because you might want to be using it for something else while that timer is running. Like I use it uh, in my show on the Mix It Up Monday show. I use it to let me know when I need to run the spots or commercials. So, and so I have my timer set on, and, and I can set. Uh, I I can set uh, let's see alarms on this watch to go off every so often, so I can use it for that. Or if if I just want something within a sixty minute period, I can just use the timer and start it. And when it get when it counts down, it'll vibrate on my arm. It'll just start vibrating like until I decide to hit the home button to stop it. It's not real loud, but you can feel it. You can hear it if everything's quiet, but it's not loud or anything. But the idea of the vibration in your arm is so, if, you know, if you're out in a place where you don't want to be bothered by... Or it's noisy. <laughs> yeah, or if there's a lot of noise or something like that, you can use the vibrations. I've used the timer several times. I like it because... Um, I always carry my arm with me. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you can walk off and forget to bring your phone downstairs or whatever. My arm always goes with me. And then the last uh, function is if you you hit your home button. I always hit the home button before I go to do anything so I can make sure my Braille cells are down. You know, that it... I guess you'd call it a a blank opening. (laughs) Yeah, it's just flat in there. Just like on Braille note takers, just like before you turn it on. You know, it's just nothing. So if I hit the home button and my cells are all down and I have that blank opening, I will hit the select button. I will turn my crown counterclockwise until I hear four different vibrations well the vibrations are the same but they're they're just four you want to hear four of them when you get to the fourth one and it's going to say memos and that is if you if you create a memo on your phone iphone and you want to save it and you want to put it into your watch or you just want to look at the memos that are on your iphone you can Press the select, and it's going to come up with the numbers, and you'll pick the number you want, however many memos you have in there. You pick the one you want, press the select, and read it the same way you would if it was a notification. Now, you create the memos from within the app, the DotWatch app on right. your phone. So that's... A general idea how the watch works. Now, the only other thing that um, you have, um, when you press the, when all your Braille cells are down, let's say you press the home button to clear everything and you have the cells down. If you press the select button and the time comes up and you turn the crown clockwise once or 
or one vibration, that's going to show you your battery status. Which you can also see on your phone. Right. And, of course, if you turn it again, it's going to go to memos. Unless you're using it for the very first time, and the very first time you use the watch and you turn it, uh, when you press the uh, select button, you have the time. But if you turn it once, uh, two more times, um, then you, it's going to say, I think it says D-I-S-C yeah. for discovery. That's when you pair the watch with your iPhone. Otherwise, it'll say C-O-N-N for connected. Right. Um, it does have a mesh metal band on the watch, and it is a magnetic type band. Um, and so when you, it's pretty much self-explanatory. I don't think I really need to get into that. It's a pretty nice band, though. It's, it's, it is a mesh metal band, and and it's got a magnet on one end. And the only thing we would caution you about is when you go to charge the watch, and they tell you this too, make absolutely sure that the magnet or the band isn't coming between the edge of the watch and the charger because sometimes it will, and it won't charge if you do that. Yeah, and then, and that's the last thing I wanted to talk about, and then I'm, I'm going to turn it over to Chris. <laughs> And that is the um, is the charger that comes with it. Now, well, I say a charger. It, charger. It's a cradle. It does not come with a charger. They designed it to plug into a computer, or maybe if you have a external charger. Yeah, it comes with a cable, but not a wall charger. Right. So. You know, if when you purchase that, if you got a um, a charger like you would use for a Victor Stream or something like that, or for the A Lady, or yeah, uh, you can use that charger to plug the uh, the charging cradle uh, into into that and charge it that way. It does come with a cable, so you know that that cradle does, and it's designed to plug in. To something with a USB port on it. We're using tap chargers for ours. Yeah. And they work really well. So that's about as much as I can do with this. So I'm going to turn it over to Chris. And Chris can do her thing. Okay. Once you download the app from the App Store, it prompts you to allow Bluetooth and you say okay. And that puts you on the watch heading. It says, Welcome to DOT. To get notifications on your watch, please pair your DOT watch via Bluetooth. And you hit the Start Pairing button. And really, that's all you have to do. It'll, it'll give you any directions you need from there. So I'm going to go through the app here. DOT Watch 2. Go to DOT Watch. Dot watch two. And you see settings heading. Oh, uh, let's see. Contact us. I'm not dot where watch. I need to be, so I'll take it out of the app switcher. Dot watch two. Close dot watch two. Because I was doing mail. something Current else. Act. Mail. Current action. Close mail. Settings. Page two of nine. Now we'll dot go watch back two. in there. Here we go. Now. Dot watch two. Three. T- 
My watch heading. You're in the My Watch heading. This is the this is the first screen you come to once your dot watch is paired. Welcome to dot. Battery fifty percent. My battery's fifty percent. Okay, that's in the middle of the screen. Across the bottom. Selected. My watch. Tab. My watch. One of that's four. the one we're on. Clock. Tab. Two of four. That's the clock. Clock. Functions. Tab. Three of four. Functions. Settings. Tab. Four of four. And settings. So I guess we'll just start with the clock, maybe. Clock. Tab. Two of four. Alarm. Button. If you want to set an alarm, you can. Alarm is the first thing you come to. Tap on alarm. Double tap to add alarm. Button. 8.30 p.m. No repeat. My watch. Tab. One of four. You can. Double tap to add alarm. Three o'clock. Pick. Add Three alarm. Picker item. Adjustable. The Three hour is a picker item. Once you set the hour. 11 minutes. Picker item. And the minutes. Adjustable. 12 of 60. So you got the hours and then the minutes. P.M. Picker item. Adjustable. Two of two. A.M. or P.M. Those are picker items as well. Repeat. Now you can repeat this as many days as you want to. So you can choose Monday and Wednesday or Saturday and Sunday or every day. But whichever days you tap on, and you can tap on all of them if you want to, to choose which days you want that alarm set for. Or you can choose a non-repeating alarm, and then you just press save. So I don't really want to now, set... Now, those are, she's doing with the iPhone. Yeah, you can't do it with the watch. The watch doesn't talk. So you... Functions. Tap. So I'm going to go back. Button. Alarm. Because I don't really want to set an alarm. Alarm. Heading. Double tap to add alarm. Clock. Back button. Clock. Back clock. I'm going to go back into alarm. the main alarm. clock. Button. The dot watch will notify you every hour. Switch button. Off. You can get it to vibrate every hour. You can turn that off or on. It's a switch button. Mine is off. Mine is on. Yeah, this is on. The dot watch will notify you every hour. That's all. AT&T. That's all that's in the clock. Clock. Heading. Clock. Heading. So we're going to go to the functions tab. Functions. Functions. Tab. Three of four. Functions. Heading. Saved messages. Button. Saved messages. You cannot create messages on this watch, but if you want to save a message from your iPhone, from your iPhone, yeah, you can do that. I'm not going to go in there because I have no saved messages, but that's where they will be. Study Braille. Button. You can study Braille. Now, what this is. You choose on your phone whether you're going to put letters or numbers up, and then you choose the one you want, and it appears on your watch. You can write letters. You can write words, as long as they're four letters. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, you can study Braille that way if you want to. Memo button. There's the memo button. That's where you create the memos for your watch. Find my dot watch button. Find my dot watch. So if you misplace it you can go to your phone and find it however i will say here again it only vibrates so if it's on the table you got a good shot at it if it's down in your purse among a bunch of whatever's um it might be a little harder because you might not hear it but anyway that's that's how that's how it works 
Wi-Fi watch tab that's, one of four. That's all in there. So now we're going to go to the settings tab. Settings tab. <laughs> settings heading. My device. My device. Dot watch 1053. That's where, battery 50%. Button. That's where you'll see your serial number and your battery status. And I'm going to come back to that in a minute. Well, your battery status is on the main screen too, but it's also here. And I'm going to come back there in a second. Support. Heading. Contact us. Button. There's the contact us, and you can send an email or whatever about whatever. User guide. Button. There's a user guide. Tutorial. Button. And the tutorial. Policies. Button. App version. Two. One. One. Fifty six. Your app version. iOS version. Thirteen dot three. Your iOS version on your phone. My watch. Tab. Okay. Settings. Heading. I'm going to come back here first. Dot watch 1050. Output settings. Button. Okay. Here you have some more settings. Dot watch 1050. Output settings. Output button. settings. You go Auto in there. Auto speed. Output settings. Auto scroll speed. You can set your auto scroll speed. 33%. Adjustable. That's adjustable. 50%. 33%. And every time I change mine, my watch vibrates. 17%. 0%. 17%. 33%. 50%. 67%. 83%. 100%. Okay, so those are your choices. 86, 33%. Okay. Vibration intensity. Vibration intensity you can also set. I have mine turned up as high as it'll go because I like a hard vibration. I do too, and and it's really not too much. Support. Contact us. Button. Dot watch 1053. Battery 50%. Output settings. Unpair. Button. Watch information. Firmware update. Language settings. Notification settings. Output settings. Display settings. Button. Output settings. Button. Auto scroll speed. 15 seconds 42%. Standby time. Standby time. That's 100%. Standby right under, time. Right underneath vibration intensity is uh, standby time. That is how long your cells stay up before the pins drop. So you can adjust that. 15 seconds, 42%. You can adjust it for, I think it's like in five second intervals or something like that. Yeah. Number of cell S auto scrolled. Number of cells auto-scrolled. I don't know if I can explain this uh, well enough. Uh, you have a choice between one or four. What that means is, right now, ours is ours are both on four. That's the default. Whenever it scrolls, it will change all four cells at once. If you have it on one, it'll show you four cells all right, but it will only change the one on the right so a new one will come in on the right and the old one will one of the old ones will drop off on the left so it changes one cell at a time so i hope that's understandable one selected four my watch tab that's one, all cellular. on that tab dot watch 1053 back up dot one i think i'm gonna button. go oh i have to finish this display settings button watch mode Display settings. Heading. Watch mode. Selected. Braille mode. Yeah, button. that's probably where you are going to want to keep it, in the Braille mode. Yeah, because the, uh, well, unless you don't know Braille. 
and the other mode is tactile mode button tactile mode and that's where certain dots mean certain things and i don't i haven't played with that much but if you don't know braille i suppose if you could remember all that stuff <laughs> um, you could use it like that that's the tactile mode date display order date display order selected month slash date view the date in the order of month and date button and that's pretty self-explanatory view the order in the in view the view the date in the order month and day or selected month slash date view the date in the order of month and date but date display order selected month slash date view the date in the order of month and date button date slash month view the date in the order of date and month button you can view the order in the date and in the month, which I know some European countries, um, that's their normal way. Hour mode, heading. Hour mode, you can. Selected, default mode, follow the device default hour mode, button. So it's going to follow whatever's on your phone. So if your phone is set to 24-hour mode, it'll do 24-hour mode. If it's set to 12-hour mode, it'll do 12-hour mode. It'll also change times when you change locations if you change time zones you know how your phone automatically changes now well so will the watch yeah that that follow mode is nice because if you go from one state to another where there's a different time zone and your iphone changes time like it should uh the watch is going to do the same but 12 hour mode view the time in 12 hours format on your dot watch button no matter if your phone is in 24 hour mode you can still view your dot watch in 12 hours if you want to 24 hour mode view the time in 24 hours format on your dot watch or you can view it in 24 hour mode if you want to reverse mode reverse the display dot crown and buttons of the dot watch upside down recommended for those who would like to wear the watch on the right wrist so switch that, button off. That's how that does. You just turn that switch button on if you want to wear it on your right wrist. My watch tab. That's Cellular. all that's in that Four tab. Four. Dot that, watch one thousand fifty three. Dot portion. watch. Output setting. Display set. Notification. Display settings. See, we just button. did that. Notification settings. Notification button. settings. Notification. Notification settings. Heading. Notification. Switch button on. Now the notifications you get pretty much. None, phone calls, or all. You can't get just, like, phone calls and texts. You, you, it's kind of an all-or-nothing thing. Call. Switch button. On. Others. Switch button. On. So you get call or others, or, like I said, you can turn it all off. So that's that's kind of how that works. And texts, uh, news notifications, uh, all that stuff falls under other. So that's 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 how that what's in that group. My watch. Te- dot watch one thousand fifty dot watch display setting. Notifications language settings. Button. Languages. Loading. Languages. English. UEB. Grade two. And Google. Button. Now that's probably where you want it, is it and where it says UEB because that's gonna give you your contractions in Braille. Yeah, otherwise it becomes um, uncontracted Braille. Primary language, English, button, my watch, tab. There's Primary all kinds language. of languages Cellular. in there. Four, dot watch 1053, so, back button. If you speak another language and you want that, email the coffee club list and tell me what it is and I'll tell you if it's there because there's a bunch of them. 
Dot watch 1053. Dot watch. Firmware update. B211. Watch information. Button. That's really about all there is. Um, unless you want me to take them through the tutorial. Well, that would probably take Firmware quite update. a while. Language settings. Well, there is. Notification settings. There yeah, is you, settings. Could do, you could do the, the, the dropping. Setting. Yeah, the, that's what I was thinking. Support. Heading. Dot watch 1050. My device. Dot. Contact. User. Got tutorial. But basic. Button. You can choose basic. between basic and advanced. The, what I really wanted to show you, it's a very nice tutorial. And when you're going through it, you just keep tapping next, next, next. But the part I wanted to show you is here in basic. Skip. Checking the Braille cells. Press the raise the pins button below. All the pins on the screen will be raised. Check the position and height of the Braille cells. Please note that putting your hand on the cells while the pins are moving may interfere with proper Braille output. So it's best to kind of do it and then wait just a second. Once you are done, press the drop the pins button. All the pins on the screen will drop. Once no, they're again, talking about on the, pin may on the watch. The they're talking about that drop. opening where I said the Braille cells are. Whenever you, you press that on the app, it's going to cause those pins to raise on, uh, like, you know, it'd be like... Well, it'd be like four full cells. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and all of the dots should be up. That lets you kind of get an idea of the height of the dots and so forth. So... Raise the pins. Button. Raise the pins. They raise... Drop the pins. Button. And drop the pins. Drop the pins. Now, I'm not going to go through the whole tutorial. Normally, you would tap next, but I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to get out of it dot watch. and clear it out of the app switcher. Dot watch. Close dot watch two. Closing mail. And that's pretty Contact. much what there is in the app. It's, it's a nicely designed app. It works well, so I have no complaints. About. The only thing I really kind of do wish they would do if they happen to be listening, which I doubt, because <laughs> it's middle of the night over there, I, I would like them to let you see, be notified of just text messages instead of notifications, and that will probably come, just like you can choose calls only. I wish you could choose calls and text, but I think that will come eventually. This is a kind of new product, so I think they've done a nice job with it. Well, that's a, a general idea of how this unit works. Um, a lot of it is, is self-explanatory once you have this thing in your hand um, and you get to messing with it. Um, if you're some, uh, somebody like me, then I want to know every single thing there is to know about it, and so I might spend days and days and days playing with it. Uh, but once... Uh, really, once uh, I know that when when Chris and I took these out of the boxes, we had no problem uh, being able to figure it out. I guess I guess the bird could bird figured it out too. I guess. And she's uh, she's had enough cheese at crackers to <laughs> sink a ship. Yeah. I hate so, to give her any more. I'm afraid it'll make her sick. Well, we're we're happy with the watch, and um, I know um, we had talked to Doug Hunsinger about this this watch because um, he's the one that told us about it, and we got them then. And um, he he really likes the watch, and um, 
we're we're very satisfied um yeah if i if it definitely is something that i would do again i like it well as i said that's a general um bit of information on how this thing works and Chris, do you want to talk about the product one more time? This is a Dot Watch 2. You go to dotwatchinc.com. And if you want to email a question or email information, it's support at dot inc, in, support at dot inc corp. So it's S U P P O R T at D O T. I-N-C-O-R-P dot com. And they're very prompt, considering the time difference. Uh, they answer they answer it as soon as they get in the next day. So sometimes it can take a little time on our end, but it, it, it's very prompt on their end. Uh, so that's good. And it's regular $399. There is a coupon available for $200 off. I will tell you, you can only use one per order. So if you want to order two, it's best to order one and then go back in and order the other one. That way you get to use a coupon for each. We were able to do that. So um, that's they're 14 hours ahead of us. So, you know, that explains the time difference it's going to be uh between 12 and one o'clock in the morning over there when this live demo runs so you know i could write a question right now and by nine o'clock their time probably i would have an answer so well that's how it works if you have any questions you can email bill sparks and he will um if he if he doesn't have the answers to the questions, as I always say, he will get a hold of us and and we'll try our best to answer the questions you have. Or you may contact him by or us, I mean, by dialing six four six five five eight eight six five six. That's six four six five five eight eight six five six. Press pound as instructed. The meeting ID is 848-725-450. That's 848-725-450. You'll be instructed to press pound again, and then you'll be asked for a user ID. Press pound one more time, and you will be in the Zoom room with us if you do this during this broadcast, and you can ask your question or make your comment regarding this product. And Bill Sparks' email, by the way, is bill at billsparks.org. That's bill at billsparks.org. Well, that's all the time we have for this demo. Stay tuned next week for another another exciting exciting demo. demo.